grape soda? Huh? Fago grape soda? Huh? Where, who got that for you, Jamie? Uh -huh. Who got that for you? I asked for it. Ja <laughs> you just didn't think oh. of it. Oh, you asked for it, huh? Well, that's nice. Listeners of the podcast have indicated that they don't necessarily like us eating and or drinking on the podcast. Oh, well. <laughs> it's at my dinner time. They thought it was uh, too Rude. much too much crunching and too much slurping. Well, and that's usually you, though. Me? You are a loud eater. Yeah. I'm not a loud eater. Yeah, because you reach into like a bag. Well, it's chips. And what then, do you want? Then you. It's chips. Well, you can eat them quiet. You let them get soft uh. in your mouth. <laughs> you let the chip marinate in I your do. saliva. I do. And yeah, then it, you, you chew on it. It likes Like it. it's a wet rag or something. Yes. Ugh. Anyway, I got a quick question before we start. The other day, I had a, a post on the facial book about how... Um, Why don't you just stay off of it? Uh, the facial book? Mm -hmm. I'm not really on a ton. But uh, I had a post up talking about like all like just bad things going on in the world and how it can be very overwhelming. Oh, this or that. Oh, Mr. Positivity. Well, I was just talking about how it's probably... Facebook can be overwhelming yeah, for a lot of people because uh, it's a lot of nonsense. Whether it's about uh, racial inequality, right. COVID, um, the, sucked the right day, into a hole. The day that I posted, it was also uh, it came out about Chris D'Elia, uh being accused of all these uh, sexual allegations. So you know, just just a lot of awfulness going on. And so then someone commented on it, and they're like, "Oh man, you know, it's so hard." with all this negativity, da, da, da. And I said, well, I mean, just don't let it into your life, right? I mean, either unfollow people who constantly post stuff. Because there are plenty of people that I'm friends with on Facebook who post stuff that I'm like, yeah, I agree with. But it's just constant right. and never ending. And I'm right. like, you know what? I know how to Google and uh, I know how to get to CNN or the New right. York Times or whatever. I don't need to hear all this constant shit about Trump's an asshole and people aren't wearing their masks I want and puppies. Well, yes, yeah, mm -hmm. kind of. I want right. pictures of puppies instead. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I was telling him this, he said, uh, it, it's hard because I'm an empath. And um, if he wasn't someone that I actually like knew, I, I would have, first off, I would have straight destroyed them and then I would have uh, unfollowed them, and then I would have unfriended them, and then I would have blocked them. <laughs> and then, yes, and then I would have gone to the house and burned it down and salted the earth. Now how do you feel? Well, because I I'll say this to everybody, and everybody listening, um, for someone to say they're an empath, that's fucking bullshit. It, it, it's a, it's a made-up fucking word. It's a science fiction word. It's not a real world with real human beings. Real human beings are not empaths. You you can have empathy right. and you can be empathetic, but you are not you a can be fucking apathetic. Yeah, you can be well, yeah, general. I would prefer I would prefer someone say I am an apath. Yes. I am an apath. Yep. As opposed to an empath. Yes. Because that is bullshit. And you know what that's telling me? It's telling me 
that you have emotional dysregulation. You are unable to control your emotions. You get wrapped up in other people's bullshit. And you're like, oh, I can feel what they're feeling. Oh, I'm so emotional. I'm in tune with shit. No, you're not. You're a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. uh, who doesn't know how to control your emotions, have appropriate boundaries. That's right. And uh, you're dumb as fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's you are not an empath. Mm-mm. It is a word that they created for like Star Trek. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Next Generation. When fucking Picard. I don't know. I didn't watch uh, what the fuck was that bitch's name? Uh, hold on. I was, uh, keep talking. See, this is I where know. you're supposed to talk. I, I know. Amy. I'm trying to think. Um, I was just gonna make some stupid snarky comment about Star Trek, but I couldn't think of one. Well, I, uh, yeah. Did you find oh. it? Yes, it's coming up here, Jamie. Fucking Deanna Troy. Hurry up. (laughs) Deanna Troy played the empath. She wasn't even a fucking human, everybody. I think she was like half human, maybe. Uh, Because it's not fucking real. People have taken this word that was in science fiction. Like, you might as well just tell me you're like telekinetic while you're at it, too. You can move shit with your mind, you dumb fuck. So if I keep telling people that I'm a change, what is it, changeling? A changeling, yes. Then I become one. Yes, you are a changeling, Jamie. You can morph into other things. Wouldn't that be fun? That would Ugh. be fun. I would rather be a changeling than an empath because it's such a dumb fucking thing. I wish there were a lot of changelings around here. Shit. <laughs> I wish there were more apaths. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, or, or changelings, if they're not going to be apathetic, then they uh, would change. <laughs> but it, it just—it was such a word. It was such a thing that just frustrated me because mm-hmm. I was not expecting it to come from him. And now I get that you get down by a lot of stuff. Because trust me, everybody, I get tired of seeing all of this nonsense mm-hmm. of people just kind of being dicks. Yeah. And I feel bad for stuff. But then I'm just like going, you know what? I am going to create some good boundaries for right. myself. And I'm going to step away from it by either unfollowing people, unfriending people, blocking people, or just staying off social media in mm-hmm. general. Right. Right, the whole idea is like, I mean, obviously, if we like, surround ourselves by negativity or what, I mean, that typically most of us is going to impact us. Yeah. It doesn't mean empath. Why do you want to surround yourself with shit? So empath is not a diagnosis in the DSM. Yeah, well, yeah, of course it right. isn't. It's often misdiagnosed as social anxiety. There are empaths with social anxiety. I don't know, they're trying to like just make the difference there but what are you looking that on on the dsm5 or what is that it was just the first thing that popped up oh empath you are not an empath if there's anyone out there who says they are an empath tell them they're full of shit tell them i said they're full of shit and then punch them in the face and ask them if they felt that so psychology today says <laughs> yes. Right, yes i heard what you said it took me a minute the trademark of an empath is feeling and absorbing other people's emotions and or physical symptoms because of their high sensitivity. Ugh, fuck off. These people filter the world through their intuition and have a difficult time intellectualizing their feelings. Yeah, because they have emotional dysregulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're fucking all jumbled. They don't have Stressful their life emotions. together. They experience, well, usually experience panic attacks. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they blame it on like, I feel other people's emotions. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. Fuck you. Listen, I am not an empath. I would never say it. I am empathetic towards people, mm-hmm. and I can read cues. Right. I can read social cues. 
I can read body language, I can listen to what people say, and then I can figure out how they're feeling, whether it's sad, mad, angry, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not a fucking empath, and no one listening to this podcast says, you're not empathetic. Well, you're not, you can't be empathetic, but you're not an empath. Oh, yes. You're not empathetic. Right. I was going to go. Right now, I am not empathetic. I, I am not empathetic. I know. And I'm like, wait. Like, I had to think about what you had just, like, wait. Like, so uh, I was like, yeah. And I'm like, wait. No. Yeah, I'm not empathetic either. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feelings are stupid. Yeah, they are. They're dumb as shit. They fuck with my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> So it was just weird when they posted it. I was like, what? Come on, man. I know this is a very stressful time for a lot of people, but then how are you going to deal with it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the same thing when I was doing the stuff at the psych hospital and I was doing like the, the, the partial program groups. Uh, people would consider it like day treatment. People would come in and they would spend the day there mm-hmm. and then they would go home. Right. So it was more intensive than individual therapy outpatient therapy but it was less intensive than inpatient therapy because they could go home and have meals and see their family and Mm -hmm. all that kind of shit Mm -hmm. but uh so we would always talk about things we talk about things like triggers like what is it that gets you anxious what is it that gets you mad what is it that gets you sad all these things i'm an empath (laughs) (laughs) so then it becomes like understanding what your trigger is and then knowing how to avoid it or yeah, or, or, or like, manage it. Yes, or, or like, like so, yourself. A lot of the times, things are like you're triggered by things that happen at work. Yeah. So unless you can either not work, right, uh, or find yourself another job, you got to go to work. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's like a coworker or your boss you or whatever. <laughs> yeah, go into work and just shoot your boss. I mean, right. you took care of your Problem trigger. Solved. You used a trigger to take care of your trigger, <laughs> and there you go. God. But I'm just saying, like, That's so, awful. well, that was the thing of, like, you would you would just figure it out. Because it's like, how do you, do, like, with alcoholics, right? It was always like, oh, uh, I'm triggered because I, I when I go home from work, I drive past the bar that I was used to get blottoed at. So then what do you do? You find another way to get home. Right. Or if you can't, then maybe you fucking uh, move out of wherever you live mm-hmm. so you're not around that bar anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you stop being around these people that are going to fucking make you want to drink right. or whatever. Right. I mean, that's that's the same thing. So if you're an empath, fuck off. You're not. Mm-hmm. You just have emotional dysregulation and you got to fucking learn how to handle it. Learn your triggers, you dumb fucks. So in 2018... Oh, God. <laughs> There's an article from uh, Psych Central. Yeah. New research may support the existence of empaths. Bullshit. Fuck that. Um, I don't know what that site is. They're dumb as shit. Well, but it says the scientific studies that are often used to demonstrate that empaths exist, however, provide indirect evidence. Yeah. What does that yeah. Mean? It, it means like maybe not. Yes. Not really. Bullshit evidence. Backdoor. I don't know anything about the backdoor evidence. I don't want to know. I think that's a different study, Jay. That backdoor evidence is a different study. Uh, wow. <laughs> you use your backdoor, you're going to feel something. <laughs> Hi-oh! Jamie is coming out with some blue material on a Thursday. Blue material Thursday. Hmm. Uh, hey, everybody. I forgot to say, I- I'm Steve McAllister. I'm your host, failed comedian. Uh, with me is normally always is uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for being here. Psych, Jamie, 
specialist. Uh, Jane complained a whole lot about being here today. Well, um, no, I, I didn't complain. I, I had said to drag to her from down well, s- upstairs. Right, I'm finishing something, and then you then you call me because then it's like uh, uh, well, okay, six. okay. Uh, at five thirty, I told her we're going right. to start recording at six, and she's like, "Yes." But I had to finish something. And so at six fifteen, at six fifteen, I call you and I said, "What the fuck?" And I said, go ahead and start. I'll be down there. No, because you know what? You, <laughs> knowing you, uh, I would do the whole thing and then no, you wouldn't would be get, here. No, uh, I would get down here. Probably just uh, be. Part of, uh, <laughs> I hate to admit it to me, part of this podcast, people like to hear you give me uh, shit. They like to hear you aggravate me mm. to the point where I threaten to punch you in the face. Oh. People like that. Well, that's nice. <laughs> They're not empaths. 100% correct. Uh, our, our, we well, it's been a long time. It's been like three months. We would have a, a third co-host, a third host mm-hmm. of the podcast, Jason. Nope. Uh, Jason is not here nope. uh, because of all this COVID stuff. Is he an empath? Uh, I 100% will tell you Jason is not an empath. <laughs> I am not sure if Jason has feelings himself. Oh, Jason is he a does. he is an apath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's something funny too. Uh, yesterday, I got a phone call. I don't really answer my phone a whole oh, lot. Yeah. The ringer is off, and uh, so I don't hear it ring anyway. Oh, and, and someone, well, you, oh, really? Uh, shut up, Jamie. And so I, someone called, and I have this weird Google. I have a Google Pixel phone, and Google has this weird option. Where people, they're they can leave text messages. I've never like, done it. I've never had anybody do that. With mine. Somehow it just happens occasionally you probably on said, my phone. Yeah, it's like you probably agreed to it because you use this <laughs> all the time. And you're probably. like, why is it doing that? Probably. probably. And that's because you set it up that way. Probably. But some random person called. You think? And they random. left this. Well, it was. I did not have the number in oh, my well, phone. Right, right, right. So I don't know who this person is. So they called. And they leave this uh, a text message saying Jason is an asshole. <laughs> well, right, but there were. <laughs> but it was asterisk. yes, it was bleeped out. The asshole. It was a uh, asterisk, 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 asterisk. Oh, the whole, asterisk. yeah, that's right. The rest. Yeah, of it so was. the only thing it wasn't was the a. I I wonder if the thing does that. I no, I don't think so. I, I mean, it possibly, but. I would no, I wouldn't set it up. Well, I'm like, why would I bleep out my wait, own swear words? Right. Okay. Wait. So that it was a voicemail. No, it was not a voicemail. I said it was a voice text message. It was not a text. It was a voice text message. What does that mean? It means that they spoke into the phone right. and it texted it to okay, me. Right. It gave me a so, sentence that I could read. So does that mean the person went? Jason is an A. Asterisk, 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 asterisk. I don't know. I don't know. I certainly hope not. They sh- Hopefully they just said, Jason is an asshole. Uh, uh, I did not know who it was because, again, the phone number was not on my phone. So I texted them back because I am uh, adverse to talking to anybody. I am an apath. Why do I know about that? <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, who is this? And they were just like, ah, oh, wrong number. And I'm like, but that was a very weird thing to say. To someone, said, well, who is Jason? 
Yeah. They should have been like, Ed, you're right, though. Jason's an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just thought it was How very funny. How did you funny. know? It was very, very funny. So, mm-hmm. um, Jason uh, ha- has not been here for a while. Right. He said uh, he is game for coming back, though. Mm. Okay. And I want to say this out loud, and it's nothing against Jason. I am hesitant about it, and it's nothing to do with him. I'm just hesitant about having anybody in this house. That's oh. all. Hmm. Just with all the COVID nonsense and everything, I'm just not. Unless it's like a uh, someone coming in here to like uh, the guy who came and fixed the window, and the guys who came in and put the hot water here. I mean, I wasn't around at either of these guys. They touch things. The guys. Yeah. I haven't touched the windows and I haven't touched the hot water well, yeah, heater. Yeah, but they gotta touch the like the door handle. The you might have like touched uh, the. Wall. I, I don't understand why you're trying to argue with me on this shit. You're the one who gets all bent out of fucking shape about all this COVID shit. Not me. Right, but that's what I'm saying though. Like, so you want him to come over? No, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying. So then maybe to you should agree with me, Jamie. <sighs> Am I'm I wrong? Saying, no, I, what I'm saying to you is. You were saying how you had no problem with those guys being in here. Because they got to come and they got to do the work. All right. If they didn't have to do the work, I wouldn't want them in here. All right. But they still can. I'm not inviting the guys back over. There's potential for exposure, though, Uh, still. Oh, you're giving me a headache. God, you should have just stayed up and done your paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) But Jason said he wants to make it a Twitter poll about him coming back. Oh. He says the four options... Virus be damned, bring him back. Okay. Uh, NFW, which I'm assuming stands for no fucking way. Oh, N. Okay. What did you think I said? I thought you said M. That's what I'm like trying to figure it out. Quarantine him three more months, and who the hell is Jason? Those are the four options. I will put them up later on the Twitter poll. People you should can vote. Put another one. But- Jason is a, a asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. asterisk. <laughs> So, uh, but I'm going to say, Jason, we're going to hold off, man. Hold off to the point where maybe we don't have to wear masks or anything. Hmm. I just, you know, I feel better the way. I don't want anyone in this house where they're just sitting around. I know some people might call me a pussy or whatever this. Have at it, man. Call me whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. I am an apath. I don't feel what you're feeling. Well, he could wear a mask. Jason could? Yes, he could. I could. Mm -hmm. But I don't want someone in here that I'm talking directly with. For over an hour of time, uh, where we're doing the podcast, we can sit I just in the don't want that. Are you just not listening to what the fuck I'm saying? Again, I know a lot. The listeners seem to enjoy. Well, for outside, it's less. The, the 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 audience members seem to enjoy the fact that you just fuck with me. Well, I was on a roll upstairs. Jesus. You broke it. Why aren't you ever a roll on the podcast? I am. I think I've been on it tonight. <laughs> So, but Jay, what Jason does, what he brings to the table, is he brings a hole of the day. Uh, All right, so we got two a holes of the day. Uh, first a hole of the day, someone he's been in, he's been in the news for the last day or two. Mm-hmm. Like, is this is a nationwide story? It's got a lot of publicity about it. Um, I had thought about maybe talking about it on mm-hmm. the previous couple of Patreons, but I laid off. Okay. Uh, but this is the guy in New York, New York City. New York City. New York City. Do you know about this guy at all or no? Is this the, the Chris? What? Who? Chris? 
Who the fuck is Chris? The Delia guy or whatever. No, not Chris Delia. We're gonna oh. talk. We're gonna talk about him oh. in a bit. But no, this is not Chris Delia. This is about a guy. He's just walking down the street, minding his own business. Just minding his own business, not doing a damn thing. There's an old lady kind of walking in the opposite direction, gonna go past him. What does this guy do? He uh, flips her off. Well, no, he kind of like punches her in the face. <gasps> Uh, I don't even want to say <laughs> what I don't even want to say he punched her in the face because he didn't really punch her in the face. He just he to me it was almost like he he reached his hand out to like knuckle somebody like you know how you like dab knuckles with someone yeah. that's what Lily was doing. But instead of dabbing knuckles with her knuckles, he dabbed his knuckles with her head. <laughs> uh, and the part of the problem is. Uh, this woman was 92 years old. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like that old man in Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. who got shot by the cops, this lady went down hard. Aww. And she hit her head on a fire hydrant on the <gasps> way down. Dun, dun, dun! Did her ears start to bleed? Uh, that I don't know. I, I do not know anything about the bleeding or anything. Oh but God, when you, that just when you awful. Watch, when you watch the video, I mean, it's like the middle of the day. Like, I don't even know if it was, like, his intent for all that shit to happen. Um, Unfortunately, the dude, uh, the lady was a 92-year-old woman uh, named Geraldine. (laughs) Uh, And the person who hit her was 31-year-old Rashid Brimage. Hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, Rashid has a rap sheet Uh. as long as my fucking body. Uh, He's a registered sex offender. And apparently, I think I saw somewhere in the article, he's been arrested like over a hundred times, 103 times since 2005 for petty crimes and sex offenses. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what was his intent with all that? I don't know. I mean, it didn't even really like he, like I said, he like hit her and then he, he turned around to look. And he saw her fall, but he just kept walking. But it wasn't like he was running away. He wasn't in a hurry. It wasn't like, it was just really, like, what? Like, what the fuck did, what just happened? Like, it almost to me looked like a weird, like, prank kind of Mm -hmm. thing of like, oh, here are the fucking impractical jokers. And they're doing a dumb fucking prank. And Hmm. they hit this lady. She's not really an old lady. She's actually 22, but she looks like she's 96. It would have been funny if all of a sudden she just started doing like karate on him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was just very unfortunate. Uh, Unfortunate for her, unfortunate for him. uh, I'm assuming as much because they talked to her. Oh my God. I mean, that's awful. Like that. Ugh. She said, mostly I'm shaking, my head still hurts, where it was bleeding when I hit the hydrant, where he hit me, I don't know. Mainly it's psychological, just the fear of going out. Because, yeah, you know, she's just walking down the street. Right. It was the middle of the day, though. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like, I saw a bigger uh, video of it where there was, like, another dude, probably, I don't know, 10 feet away. It kind of looked like he was preoccupied with his phone like you are. I'm trying, I'm going to see the video of it. Um... And uh, so, I mean, I think he saw it, or at least he saw the lady on, on the ground. So, yeah, you know, if I was 92 and just some weird old random dude mm-hmm. hit me in the head and I yeah. go down, all, like I said, all very unfortunate. Did you find the video? It's pretty, uh, it's fucking yeah. there. I saw it like a billion times, Jamie. I don't know how you managed to not have seen it. Well, because I, uh, yeah, I, got, I didn't see it on, um, I haven't been on the social media stuff much. We'll just go New York asshole hits old lady. It. Just now it's it. got an ad. Oh, Jesus. 
The Roomba. Fuck the Roomba. All right, so he was a-hole of the day, okay. number one. Are you seeing the video now? It's still an ad. Jesus Christ. How long are these fucking ads? Like two minutes? Now it's done. All right. And? Oh, yeah. Like, what the heck, man? But, see, it doesn't... I don't want to say, like, he, he didn't do it without malice. But it was just kind of like... He's just kind of sauntering down the road, sticks his arm out, hits the lady in the head. Right. It's... It wasn't like he swung. No, it reminds me of this is weird, very when weird. you're with your siblings and one, you walk next to them or they walk by you and then they pinch you as they walk by. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Just annoying or right. whatever. So. He was just like, oh, I'm just going to... Yeah, so uh, he's probably fucked up oh, yeah. because of uh, what, what happened to the lady and how old yeah. she was, whatever this, that, or whatever. So, and yeah, with all, his history. All very bad. Yes, yes, exactly. With his history of mm-hmm. all sorts of shittiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've been arrested a hundred times... Well, you're pretty well known. At some point, they're going to go, listen, you're just a danger to yourself, you dumb piece of well, shit. Well, right, because, I mean, obviously, because there are some things in there more significant. So. Uh, okay, our next a-hole of the day. What state is he from, Jamie? Florida. Yeah, Florida man, Florida man. He's the dumbest in the land. Hmm. Um, this guy, his name is Matthew Ross Peters. He's 42 years old. Hmm. Uh, let me see. How can I how can I talk about this? Um, well, what happened is um, the article's not really written in a way where I can just kind of read it without divulging shit. Uh-huh. Uh, but he was arrested, this 42-year-old, he was arrested for one count of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon one count of firing a deadly missile into a moving oh vehicle God. and possession of methamphetamine. Oh, that's a nice combination. He shot at 57-year-old Benny Davis. Davis was transported to the Fort Walton Beach Medical Center for serious head injuries, but was later released. It couldn't have been that serious if they released him. He told officers he was riding his bike when a truck pulled up next to him and shot him in the head with a... Missile. Arrow. Jamie oh, shot wow. him with an arrow. Uh, Debbie's investigating found the suspect was driving a 90s Ford for a 90s model Ford pickup truck. Uh, police detective later spotted the vehicle at, at the Seabreeze Inn around mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Peters was seen exiting his room with a crossbow and was taken into custody without further incidents. I thought you said it was a missile or something. Well, I'm sure legally that's what they call it. A projectile. They could have oh. called it a projectile as opposed to a missile. Okay. But that's what it was. Okay. So probably calling it a missile probably incorporates anything that's thrown would be my guess. Or shot or whatever. Javelin? Sure. That would be a missile as well too. You? So there we go. He looks like a piece of shit too. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's well on his way to fucking oh. meth them. He looks like a nice guy. Oh, yeah. He looks like the kind of guy that you want to shoot with a missile. Yes. <laughs> he is an apath, too. I guarantee this guy is an apath. Oh, A-path. right. Yeah. Uh, it's one of these things, though, where I really wish they would go, all right, well, why did he shoot him? Right? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'd like to believe, like, most people just aren't shot at as they're walking down the road. I mean, I, I'm assuming that does happen. But I don't know. It takes a lot to shoot a fucking bow and arrow at someone. Right. right. Well, if uh, if he's like antisocial or whatever, there's no reason. They just, oh, they just I, do it because they want to. I suppose. So, yep, he is an apath. 
So uh, there we go. Then we got the two A-holes of the day. We got Matthew Ross Peters, the Florida Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. And then we got the fucking uh, 31-year-old asshole. Uh, what is his name here? Uh, why am I? Oh, uh, Rashid Brimage, 31-year-old, who hit grandma. The grandma beater. Uh, who's the very one? He's got all those arrests. I know. Hmm. It's awful. Hmm. Hunter arrest. I mean, it just tells you. I mean, a lot of it, I'm sure, is just like there was shoplifting. Petty stuff you said, yeah, yeah, it's all petty shit. It's shoplifting, was, whatever. But there was some like, other stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, I'm sure he's done a lot of other shit that he's never been caught on. So, who's the bigger a hole? That guy. Yeah, I would agree. Fire hydrant guy. Grandma Beater mm-hmm. is a bigger a hole than the fucking Florida Green Arrow. So. Mm-hmm. We'll call him the Florida Hawkeye. We already sure. used Green Arrow. We're going to call him the Florida oh. Hawkeye. So uh, there okay. we go. I will put up that poll as well later tonight. And uh, right. there we go. I'm trying to find it. What? That thing what? that you just talked about. The New York A-hole? No, the Florida Arrow guy. Oh. Well, I wanted uh, to see if I could find why. Because uh, the other guy from last time, I did do some research on him. Oh, the one who fucked the dead body? Yeah. Yeah, that one was bigger. It was like 76% voted for the necrophiliac mm-hmm. over the other, the pastor puncher. And I don't know how anybody in their right mind could have voted for the pastor puncher over the necrophiliac. Hmm. Come on, everybody. Right. And then with you divulging unless, the rest of the information. Unless they're into that. Unless they're into fucking dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I guess we're we got, uh, we're got in with the necrophilia crowd, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to have their fucking niche. We got it in. Apparently that's ours. Yeah. Uh, uh, a necrophilia niche. Necrophiliacs got their in. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Uh, yeah. He was done? a registered sex offender. That yeah, we was. knew that. We knew that. No, we didn't. That was something that was divulged last time. I don't time. think so. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> I found lots of stuff. I didn't even go on. So this next article I'm going to read, uh, I'm only reading because it happened to a listener of the podcast. This was in MLive. I'm not going to talk about who the listener is because they can they can divulge that information on their own if they want. But uh, they sent it to me. So okay. uh, if they're sending it to me, they're like, hey, you can talk about this on the podcast. So we're going to talk about it on the podcast. This happened uh, yesterday. All right. Yep, mm-hmm. yesterday okay. in Holland, Michigan, the great city of Holland, Michigan. A 49-year-old wo- I'm just going to read it because it's a pretty short article. 49-year-old woman was arrested, Janie, hmm. for assault with a deadly weapon Uh-oh. at a Holland bank on Wednesday oh, morning. Golly. Otto County Sheriff's deputies responded to the incident at 9:10 in the morning at the United Federal Credit Union. The female suspect from Holland Township reportedly threatened bank employees with a large knife. Hmm. The 49-year-old woman was arrested once police arrived at the scene and taken to Ottawa County Jail where she awaits arraignment. No one was injured during the incident. The bank was in temporary lockdown during the incident. Police will release more information about the woman after she is arraigned. The incident remains under investigation by Mm -hmm. police. Hmm. Now again, this is an article where I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Right? Like, I, I want to know what is going on. Right. Um, and I know it says here uh, they'll release more information after she is arraigned, but I'm almost like, don't even fucking talk about this. Put this out after she's arraigned because you're just fucking giving me inf- incomplete information and it angers me. Um, I don't know, because some people might have seen something going on and are wondering what the heck. How much shit do we see around here, Jamie, that's never publicized anywhere? Well, right. That's what I'm talking well, like, 
There yeah. you go. You hey, can, you're, like, you're try, in the dark now. All there's right. like some apps and things that you can, or you can listen to the scanner or whatever. I mean, there's ways that you can at least find out some information. Yeah, all right. But. All right, well, uh, I got more information because, like I said, this happened to a listener, mm-hmm. and they gave me information. So fuck okay. M Live. Right. Fuck the Ottawa County Sheriff's. I got, got the, I got the poop. Yeah. I got the poop on this one. The poop scoop. Uh, first of all, incorrect on the weapon. What did I say the weapon was, Jamie? A knife. Yeah, it wasn't a large knife. It was a machete. A like, machete. Oh, my God, it's a huge difference. Yeah, it's big. Like, How do you do that? Like what's a what's a knife to you? Like even like a large cutlery knife, yeah, is not like the the big fucking knife that we have to like cut the melons and shit. That's not even close. A machete is like a sword. Everybody, mm-hmm. it's a big fucking thing. It's like right. a yard long usually. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a knife that's like a yard long. Well, right, yes, <laughs> that would be a machete. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, what she did is she chased the manager of the bank into the building, screaming, I'm going to decapitate you, bitch! <laughs> Wait, so he was outside and it started? Uh, yes, the woman, the crazy woman yeah. who got arrested was right. outside. And apparently, uh, here's the thing, wow. uh, she was outside uh, and I guess she was telling people... Mm. Uh, like to not go in or she was harassing people he goes she was hanging around hassling people coming into the building so a couple of people said something to my manager she went out so the manager was a woman as well mm-hmm. she went out there to tell her she had to leave then the mental lady goes I don't have time for this and whipped out the machete <laughs> oh my god where was it in her pant leg she apparently had a backpack she had a, a like a, a bag of some kind, huh? And uh, so I see this is this is where he didn't he didn't fill me in. I wish I had asked him some more questions about it because I'm like, all right, you she's running inside with a machete. She's threatening to cut your manager's head off. That's what I was like. I asked him. I said, uh, did did uh, I said did you tackle the bitch and <laughs> yell off my beepers? Oh. This is a six-member mafia bank, bitch. <laughs> That's what I would have done. And yeah. then I would have fucking And then you would have fell on the uh, machete. Pro- probably. <laughs> cut my artery and die. Yes. <laughs> so, I would have uh, ran out the back door. <laughs> uh, well, I, well, that's the thing, too. I mean, like, in this day and age, in the banks, like, I walk into so many banks where uh, every door is locked, and now so many of these banks have bulletproof glass that you can't, you can't even like touch anybody or talk to anybody. There's no way for you to reach in. So I almost feel like, did you run behind that? Did you close the door? Like, I mean, even like your off, like these offices that people have have doors that I'm sure you can lock as well too. Because I'm like going, all right, is she just like chasing her around the fucking bank lobby right. like a fucking Betty Hill yes. skit? Right. Is this Keystone Cops ah! going on What was the bank name? Uh, it was a credit union. It was the, uh, hold on here, uh, the United Federal Credit Union in Holland. Because okay. then sure. I asked, too, I was like, well, so then did the cops come in and, like, tase this bitch? Or, like, what the fuck happened? And he's, he says she eventually ran off and tried to ditch the machete 
by some hotel. Then threw her backpack she had in a pond. Police showed up real quick. Maybe took like a minute. So, I mean, that's good. At least got through it pretty quick. This is part of the reason why we can't defund cops. Right, everybody? Right, no when lunatics like this, it's... And I guess... I, I understand right. here, but I understand the uh, rationale and logic mm-hmm. of uh, defunding the cops. The word itself is wrong. I've talked about this on Patreon. They shouldn't be calling it defunding because defu- defund means... To not provide money to anymore. Right, right, right. You need to have cops, everybody. Right. I know a lot of people are like, cops suck balls. And I'm like, yes, uh, many cops do suck balls, but many people of every occupation suck balls. Right. So what they need to do is, I wish they'd just given it a better name than defund. Right. They could have said like... Decrease uh, yes, funds. Yes, something <laughs> like that instead. So you need cops to deal with lunatics with machetes. Yeah. As a social worker, I'm going to tell you, I am not running into the bank to deal with the lunatic with the machete. We just have to start carrying guns. Oh, yes. Social workers should be allowed to carry guns and shoot people. Right. We are the law now. That's right. We are APAS, and we are the law. Yes. Yes. So uh, the cops knew of her, because apparently she's a a regular. frequent flyer. She's a regular flyer. Says, I guess every few years she stops taking her pills and goes crazy. <laughs> then she gets arrested and then starts taking her meds again. Well, so, there's two uh, different of them in Holland. What, two different credit unions? No, those, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, very, very unfortunate. It's a funny story. Uh, I would have loved it if the listener had tackled the bitch, though. Right. That would have been the greatest. It's only, I mean, uh, it's funny thing because nothing happened. Nothing happened, yeah. yes. I can only imagine if she actually had hacked the lady. <laughs> Now, I would like to know... Hector? Well, she had a machete. What do you call it? Cleaved? Cleaved the lady. That sounds like a necrophiliac thing. (laughs) Oh, shit. I got cleaved last night. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. So, uh, so, uh, please, uh, listeners of the podcast, if some of you can be a hero in some capacity, and then during the news interview can go (laughs) off my beavers... Oh Six member mafia for life. If you can get that on the news, I'll send you a sticker. Yeah. Oh, ooh, big deal. <laughs> I actually have made an order for stickers. I'm getting some Huff My Beefer stickers. No, it's like they're on an easel. No, I don't have any Huff My Beefer stickers. So I'm getting some oh, Huff. That's a bummer. I'm getting some Huff My Beefer stickers. So if any if any of you are interested, I'll let you know. Just stick it on the back of your pants. (laughs) I'll let you know when the Huff My Beefer stickers come in. And there you go. But yes, if any of you could please become a hero, uh, tackle some crazy bitch, and uh, get interviewed by the news and just yell Huff My Beefers. Make it like the uh, Baba Booey from the Howard Stern Show. And then walk away. Huff My Beefers! Yeah. And then just like like you drop the mic and go. Leave, well, that's away. like the whole thing. Like, do you know about the whole um, fucker in the pussy thing? No. <laughs> People would go up. This became like a, a, a viral thing of sorts. People would go up to like a it's a live broadcast, a live interview, mm-hmm. and just some random dude would get in behind the news anchor, uh, the reporter, and just yell uh, "fucker in the pussy." And if you go to YouTube, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Matt Harper actually sent me a link to it, 
there were like all these clips of these people just yelling fucker in the pussy on live TV. Oh my god. And so they're like doing the weather report yeah. or they're going, Hey, we're down here at the county fair. Fucker in the pussy. Yes. That, I mean that's what it is. They're talking to the little kids <laughs> yes. about their science and, and project. That, like, I love turtles. Fucker in the pussy. Yes. And they're like Huh? <laughs> exactly. So if, if uh, people can start doing that now to start yelling huff my beefers. <laughs> Oh my God, we're gonna get arrested. You better defund the police. Uh, uh, that'd be great. What are you looking up? I just want to see what this place looks like, cause I, I have been. I know there's some banks that are open concept, so they're they aren't closed. Oh up. right, that they they're like cubicles and everything now. Yeah, and even yes. like the counter is still. Yeah, I've I mean seen they might that. have like the temporary plexi up now, like type of stuff because of the COVID. But, like, it's just, like, that temporary thing. I, uh, I can't lie. I, I do not like that. I do not like these open banks. Because then, like, if I need to talk to a bank manager, where the fuck am I going? It's mm-hmm. all one room now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the fact that anybody can, like, hop behind the counter and do shit. Right. I just, I am not a fan of it. I, I know some people are like, oh, God, I feel it's better and it's more eerie. And, you know, I feel less threatened. Like, I, I want to feel a level of... of uncertainty when I walk into a bank. I'm sorry, everybody. Uncertainty? Yes, I want that. Because I don't want... Uh, 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 you, when you walk into these open air things, I just feel like anything can happen. But I, when yeah. I walk into these ones where there's walls and plexiglass and shit like that, like I know that nothing will happen because they're now preventing shit from happening. You know what I'm saying? That's the uncertainty. I am certain nothing's going right, to happen so it's because they're preparing. But I mean, when you walk into these airy places, that's how they want you that to feel. Like, hey, it's right, all, everything's right. great. I thought fine, you were saying whatever. Yeah. And right. that—that's the—that's where I think shit's more likely to happen mm-hmm. in those places. Yeah, I agree. Someone's gonna walk in with a shotgun and just start blasting everybody like it's fucking uh, Point Break or whatever. Yeah, I if, if I worked at one of the places, I would much rather have the. Yeah, or something. Even mm-hmm. even if it's just like half a half a window of plexiglass, where someone you can tall take, can use it like a over. shield. Right, exactly. Like uh, what's his face? Captain America. Yeah. Yes, exactly like that. So. If as long as I can have a machete behind the counter, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, here's here was an interesting story that came out of Detroit. I don't even know if it's interesting, but it was a, it was tragic, and it just makes me go, people are fucking lunatics. There was a nine year old boy walking down the sidewalk with his babysitter. I don't know how old the babysitter is, right? Okay. It doesn't say. But they're walking, like, I don't know, to the corner store to get themselves some candy or whatever. And this nine-year-old kid's got a gold necklace around his neck, right? It's probably fake. Like real? Oh. I'm sure it's fake. I mean, I don't know. Can you imagine a nine-year-old having a real gold necklace? No. I can't. Uh, but some dude came up to him and was like, give me that necklace, bitch! No. And apparently dragged the kid by his neck with the gold necklace down the sidewalk before the chain eventually broke and the man ran away. Uh, This happened on Sunday. Uh, I don't, well, I'd like to think if the guy is going through this whole process of dragging this kid for the necklace that when it breaks, he still manages he manages to take it. Right. Like, I don't know if the clasp broke or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, I'm sure it's fake, so it's cheap. Mm-hmm. But just then take the whole fucking thing. This happened 
in the afternoon on Sunday, 1 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. This is what happens when the COVID stuff ends and people are out. This is crazy. So uh, Parker said he tried, that's the name of the kid. Parker said he tried to attack the man, but the potential thief uh, was too big for him. Uh, the Detroit police, they did apprehend somebody. Wait, you say Detroit? Yes, it happened in Detroit. Oh. It started off saying it was in Detroit. Oh. The, the Detroit police did apprehend somebody, but it was the wrong guy. You know why? Racial profiling. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, there's a black guy. Get him. That's him. He, he did it. <laughs> he did it. Oh, my God. So this guy's awful. still on the loose. Who attacks a nine-year-old over their necklace? And I don't know. Even if I saw a nine-year-old wearing a necklace, I would assume that's fake. Right. Who's who's looking at a nine-year-old going, right. oh, fuck, he's got a $500 necklace mm -hmm. on or whatever. I want right? it. In, in, in fucking Detroit, of all places. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I just feel bad. I, I don't understand. He had a babysitter, so I, don't, I mean, maybe this all happened very quickly. But it just made me go, what the fuck was the babysitter well, doing? Right. I mean, I think about, I I mean, I used to babysit when I was like 16. So, I mean, if yeah. some guy comes, I mean, I'm not, I would, uh, first of all, I'd be like, first, like, astonished as to, is this really happening? Right, right, kind right, of right. A thing? But in this day and age, everybody's got a phone. So I'm like, I don't oh, know, right, like, right, at yeah. least I was the babysitter. would have ripped out my phone to take a picture of this mm -hmm, fucker. I'm true. like, what the fuck are you doing, you dumb right, asshole? Right, yeah. It was all. It was very old. Weird. Yep. This, uh, I love this story uh, for a couple reasons, Janie. One uh, happened in he's Sat related to that lady in, in Holland. Oh, with the machete? Maybe. She could have. He could have cleaved off the necklace. Hmm. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I love the story for two reasons. One, Jamie, uh, it happened in Sag Nasty. So I, I love awesome. that. I love Sag Nasty stories. Sag Awesome. And um, this reminds me of the television show that Jamie and I have taken a liking to, the 911, mm -hmm. the uh, police firefighter show. What's that? Why is she barking so much? I don't know. You want to go let the dogs in? Just bring her into the Yeah, just bring in the, the dogs. Porch. Bring them all in. All of them? All of the How dogs. How many are there? Two. Bring in all, all of the dogs. That's not the right word to use when it's just two. What? All? Yeah. Because it's just two. Well, what I, what I said? Both? Bring in the dogs. Bring in those two pieces of shit oh that we should turn into fucking a meal one day. It's awful. Sadie dog and wean dog. Bring them in. Let those loud-ass motherfuckers in. It's funny. Uh, oh, God, here they come. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna tell the listeners. I'm going to tell the listeners right now. Uh, I, I know I've become an old man. Why? Uh, no, not why. How? Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell them how I've become an Science? old man. Because my, uh, yeah, just age and time, the passing of time. <laughs> My new favorite activity now is watching the birds at the bird feeder. Oh, I'm always like that, though. That's uh, not an old age thing. We got, I got a new bird feeder, and I already had a shepherd's hook, and I put it in the middle of the yard, and uh, all these birds now come. They're pretty much mm -hmm. all finches. Mm -hmm. I have seen a cardinal at it. I have seen a blue jay at it, but for the most part, it's like all finches. So it's I very just, busy. A, a whole lot of activity. Yes, yes it's a lot of activity. The dogs, all, I thought the cats would be more interested in it. I did, too. But maybe because it's a little farther away, they're like, well, whatever, we don't give a shit. So uh, getting back to this sag nasty story. Uh, the 9-11 thing. Jamie and I watched the show 9-11. It's a firefighter cop show. It's pretty interesting. Always weird, goofy shit in it. And uh, there was one episode where these guys were at an amusement park. And they got on the roller coaster. 
and the roller coaster's going, and the uh, safety bar didn't go all the way down. Oh, yeah. And one dude just went, Wee! <laughs> We got to watch that one again. That was so funny. And he flew off, <laughs> and it was just so funny how he flew off. Yes. And, and, I mean, and he died in the show. Because, okay. yeah, you're, you're going, I don't yeah. know, 50 miles an hour, and you're, you're falling 40 feet you to your death. Um, but it was, it was just very ridiculous right. looking. Right. Very ridiculous <laughs> Well, that happened in Saginaw, Jamie. Uh, that happened in Saginaw. Uh, apparently, there is a, an amusement park in Saginaw. Did you know that, Jamie? No, there's I, not. I, yeah, there is. It's called Kokomo's Family oh, Fun yeah, Center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there in Saginaw. Yeah, I haven't. And uh, they had there's they got a roller coaster and I see a picture of it. It's not very big. No, it's like there's no uh, loops. Right, it's like Craig's Cruisers. It's that sure. type of place. Right, but I mean it's got a roller coaster. Craig's mm-hmm. Cruiser does not have a it's big roller coaster like this. But yeah. So they do, and uh, they're not quite open yet. All this COVID shit's not happening. So the owner, Harold Schilling, 65 years old, he's got to get everything ready. I guess mm-hmm. they're looking to open up, uh, you know, in the next soon? week or two soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they need business. They want to open up. So this happened past Saturday. He's uh, he's getting everything going. They got to do a quick run through, right? So he's, yeah. he's on. No one else is on. It's just him, and he was servicing it to get Aww. it ready. Uh, he was in it. Uh, the the roller coaster was climbing the track, and right when it got to the top, it disengaged from the track, Jamie. Oh my god! So they sell. They say he fell thirty feet. Hmm. He forgot to lock the front wheels of the cart oh on the track. Oh my gosh! So it just got all the way up, and it just kept going with no track. He deserved it. <laughs> so he was alone in the car. Here's oh. the problem, too. He wasn't even wearing the restraining belt. Kind of fucking idiots yep. not even wearing the restraining belt. Right. So there was a witness on the ground who saw the whole thing and oh apparently called. The dude is not dead, at least. Uh, mm. He's not dead, so that's a positive thing. No necrophilia uh, for them. But, Jesus. <laughs> so they're, uh, clearly it's getting uh, investigated by uh, the licensing oh, and right. regulatory affairs. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones who monitor amusement rides. I've always wondered how shit like that doesn't happen in these weird uh, fair amusement park things that just like pop up in parking lots. Mm-hmm. They're there for like a weekend, then all these fucking carnies come, take them apart, and then they go on to the next town like two hours away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, how yeah. does that shit not happen? I don't there? know. I almost, right, I almost think they're probably pretty secure though, because of that reason. I don't know. Because of what? You know, because, I mean, they're taking them up and down so much that, I don't know, they just, like, they know them. I guess, but to me, it just seems like you would miss a bolt. Something would just Mm. disappear. Like, oh, fuck, why do we got extra pieces? (laughs) I'll just throw it in the field. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. I don't know. You get someone disgruntled. Like, I I almost assume, like, those kind of jobs, too. Currently, people are great, though. No, they're not. Oh, my God. They're so fun. Fuck no. Yeah, they are. Ugh, they're gross. They're a little fun to look at sometimes, or interesting to look at, but they're usually just fun. They're the ones who own machetes and walk into Maybe, banks. but I don't see them with it. They're so fun. They're the ones taking uh, necklaces off of nine-year-olds. Yeah. Wait, how did you win that? I think you stole that from me. Exactly. You didn't get three Baskets You're, you're in the supposed ball, to get a bear, baskets. not a necklace. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Right. So, uh, yesterday on the podcast, on the Patreon, that's why I encourage everybody to get to Patreon. I say a lot of dumb shit. 
I talked about three comedians yesterday, one of which was good old Crystalia. Everybody, if you don't know who I'm talking about, Crystalia is this uh, scumbag comic who has uh, been accused of, of grooming young uh, women or girls because they're under the age of 18. They're all seemingly oh, like 16 years old. Oh, and he's boy. just sending them a creepy message. And it's more than one. It wasn't like one girl. He's like, oh, thought, I thought you were 20 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's old, everybody. He's like 40 at least. Okay. So it isn't like he's 25 talking to like a 16, 17-year-old. Mm -hmm. He's 40, right? So, uh, you know, for whatever reason, he's, he got a career. I'll tell you why he has a career, everybody. His dad uh, is a bigwig in the television industry. Oh. That's how Chris D'Elia happens to get in all these fucking sitcoms that only last a season, and then they die. They keep, He's one of these assholes where they keep bringing him back. And I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. He's not funny. He's, he's fucking... He's the new version of Dane Cook, everybody. His comedy is garbage. It's all physical humor. It's very bland. It's awful. I, I would encourage you to go watch it, but he's shit. So don't do it. So that that's how that's why his dad is a bigwig. If his dad wasn't a bigwig, fuck off. He he would be where I he would be a failed comedian like me mm -hmm. if his dad wasn't a bigwig. Hmm. But he's getting accused of all this shit. You know, he hasn't had his time in court. There's none of this. But I mean, I, I don't want to say this is part of the Me Too shit, but right. uh, it's up there. It's there. Because right. more than one person now have popped out going, oh yeah, he did this shit to me and that mm -hmm. to me and whatever. It's all, again, people not even 20 years old. Young, Jeez. young people, right? Yep. So just a scumbag. Just imagine him doing that to one of your three right. daughters. You know, right? yeah. like, oh, and I would get my machete and, and go kill him. Fuck yeah, you'd cleave I would cleave him. I would cleave his fucking yep. ass. Yep. And leave his fucking necklace. Uh, but he um, sent out an apology. Uh, let me see where the hell it is. Well, at least he's... Let's see. Comedian and actor Chris D'Elia spoke out in response to the claim circulating online this week that he sexually harassed underage girls, insisting that all my relationships have been both legal and consensual and they never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. He was in the TV show You. Remember that show, Jamie, that we watched? The guy mm -hmm. who owns the bookstore? Yeah. He's crazy. He was in the last episode where he was like the comedian who was the pedophile. He was the stand-up comedian that was a pedophile that the main guy killed. He was on yeah, like how do four I episodes. That? I mean, I remember he was on Good Doctor. Yes, he was the neighbor the on Good neighbor Doctor. Guy. Yeah, for a while. And then he just kind of, for whatever reason, he just disappeared. They <laughs> yeah. were like, oh, yeah. Billy, or whatever the fuck his name mm -hmm. was. Oh, yeah, he just disappeared. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't, I've never seen him, his like comedy. I have a couple of the CD, DVD combo things if you want to watch it. I actually considered for one of my Win It Wednesday things giving it away as a prize. That mm -hmm. would be one of them. Because I know he's very popular and he isn't really, he's not for me. Mm -hmm. So I can give that away. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people would like it. But now I don't think I could. I couldn't give that away. You could try it and see. Yeah, and see that'd be it. like, See who the sickles are. So D'Elia, uh, he told TMZ, because, you know, if you're a fucking scumbag, that's who you want to talk to, TMZ. Right. He said, uh, I know I've said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I have never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. All of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I've never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos with people who've tweeted about me. That being said, I really am truly sorry. 
I was a dumb guy who absolutely let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. That's my fault. I own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better. <clears throat> what does that sound like to you, Jamie? Um, that, like, he's, you know, like he knew it. It's, it sounds right. like, again, Maybe it's another one of these it. things of, like, you got caught. Oh, right, yeah, And yes. now you've been coached. Yeah. He's been coached by a lawyer. Yes. There's not a lot of legalese in this shit. Right. But, I, I mean, I'll say Dalia probably is a smart dude, at least. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying all the right things. He's not sorry. He didn't come out before. Right. Like, he didn't come out and go, you know, I'm, I'm a dumbass, and these are the dumb things I did in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe I did it when I was drunk or whatever this or that or I was high or I was caught up in my own fucking fame thought I could take advantage of people mm -hmm. and then he apologized and then all these women could be like oh you know like it's almost like be proactive if you're a scumbag out there everybody mm -hmm. and you've done some shit fucking bring it out now shit's coming for you mm -hmm. shit's coming for you you gonna get it you gonna get it motherfucker you gonna get the machete you're <laughs> gonna get cleaved right in the <laughs> fucking <laughs> neck so, uh, I don't know what's going to happen to him. Right. Uh, you know, because, I mean, like, he's not as big as, like, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is back now, and he's touring and doing things, and everyone's kind of forgiven him. Uh, and he's done creepy stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's a little different, though. Yes, it is a, a different kind creepy of creepy. and icky, but I am it's not, not <clears throat> like, it's, like, if this was legitimately underage stuff. Well, then... and I don't know if he ever actually did anything other than sending texts and First, uh, DM messages and whatever. I mean, that's creepy, but it isn't like I don't know if he showed his junk. I don't know if he asked mm -hmm. them to fucking mm -hmm. send nudies or what. But mm -hmm. I mean, it's creepy, but I don't know if he fucking technically did anything. Yeah, but if you send anything like that, like if they, if the girls did or if he did, he. I mean, that right there is a, a like a felony or something. I am I, yeah. again. I'm not up on this legal yeah. horseshit. But I will say, my, the frustrating thing that I have is, like, the, the woman who started this did it with, um, from shit from six years ago. Yeah, see, I, and I really wish people would be like, this shit happened yesterday. Well, fuck you, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And then you just plaster it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I really wish women felt empowered enough to the point where they can just do it in the fucking moment. Oh, you're trying to do some shit with me, motherfucker? You understand mm -hmm. I'm 16 and you're fucking 32 or whatever? Right. Get the fuck out of here. Right. I know. I know. I, it, well, I guess it's easier for me to understand them not reporting when they're younger. Like if, if it's somebody younger like that. Um, and again, in that moment, I don't know what that girl's situation is, who her support system is. You know, it, you know, she's just like completely wooed by this guy thinking whatever, you know, who knows what, he, what if somebody was telling them things, whatever, uh -huh. you know, but yeah. Uh, here's another one from 2010, 2011. So all the shit these, these girls are finding and they're digging up and I'm like, yeah, he, he clearly has set a pan, a pattern for himself and like, mm -hmm. this is his. Uh, method of operation because he's a fucking cocksucker. But, uh, ladies, uh, I'm going to tell you, if some dude ever does some weird shit like that, sends you an unsolicited dick pic, uh, asks you to come over knowing you're fucking wicked young or whatever, f bust these motherfuckers, please, for mm -hmm. the love of God, just do it. 
These dudes are going to do nothing for you. Understand that. Chris D'Elia will do nothing for you. Mm -hmm. uh, Har Harvey Weinstein was going to do nothing for you. Uh, all, all, all these motherfuckers. No, no one's going to do a shit. They'll fucking lead you to believe they will. Right, right. That, that's the power is the bluff. Right, the power. The bluff is the yeah. power. Yeah, and if somebody's just how much they want something, and then also, again, I go back to uh, if they have low self-esteem, and, you know, there's so many other pieces that can contribute to all of that, too. Uh, there is a store opening up in Muskegon, Jamie, and uh, this, to me, is... Um, a, a white privilege store. Uh, this is a class store. Uh, it's a small business, so good for them. But uh, I, I don't see it lasting for more than a couple months. Okay. I just can't. Because they are looking to sell gourmet cotton candy. That's that's all they're fucking gonna sell. Oh god, I'm gonna shut this bitch up. Shut up, Juliet Dragos. It doesn't say. They're having a soft opening tomorrow as a part of the Taste of Muskegon event, the virtual Taste of Muskegon. But Daniel Bradfield is uh, feeling like it's gonna be a big hit, and I'm like going, who the fuck? Uh, is gonna buy gourmet cotton what candy. Even, like what even these, is that? These stores, right. like they have the gourmet popcorn stores. I've just mm -hmm. seen things like that just kind of come and go. Right. They don't last. Who the fuck wants gourmet cotton candy? Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming by gourmet it means they're just gonna have crazy fucking flavors. Right. I know. That's, I've never Who even wants heard a crazy that. fucking flavor of cotton candy? Who wants like fucking uh, pickled flavored cotton candy? Right. Or whatever. And it's, I mean, it just seems so dumb to me. And good for her for trying to start a business. But that just seems like if this, particularly this day and age of COVID and everything else, and now you're going to try to sell cotton candy. Right. Well, and I think of like with Muskegon, I mean, they're, it's, they're doing a lot of things in Muskegon. It's, I and I know they're wanting to get it built up like for touristy things. But I don't feel like they have enough tourists. Because I think oh. of that being more of a, like people are walking around downtown, sure. and the, you know, and oh, this is cool. Let's get some of that, you the know. Nineteen twenty-three Lakeshore Drive in Muskegon. Oh. I don't know oh, Muskegon yeah. enough to know exactly where that is, mm -hmm. but I'm just like going, what a dumb fucking store. Yeah, I'll be surprised. It, it, yeah, if that's around a year from now, I need to mm -hmm. talk to her about her business practices because I'm assuming that she's selling meth under right, the counter front. as well, too. Yeah, yes. the front. Cotton candy thing is a front for fucking drugs. Coke candy? Yes, there we go. I need me some of that Coke candy! I, but it's also one of those things where I wonder if it, again, businesses need to also sell online. So... If it's like one of those niche things where even if she doesn't do doesn't very well walking in, maybe you know, I, she'll sell. I, I almost feel like that's what she should be only. Mm -hmm. She should be the factory, mm -hmm. and then we just ship the shit out of the factory, right? Like mm -hmm. Maybe she probably wants to try it. Uh, I, maybe. Or maybe you just have a fucking uh, stand. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I, right. I that's know. kind of what I... Right? Like, you want a brick like and mortar? It just sounds dumb to me in this day and age of fucking... A brick and mortar for cotton candy. I know. There's no like I I don't want to go into like a a chocolate store 
I don't want to go into a fucking popcorn store. Why I don't not, want to go into any of these like gourmet you? stores. Why? I still want. I don't give a shit. I'll go to Speedway. Give me a Snickers. Um, I mean that's okay sometimes, but sometimes there's good candy. Ugh, I don't uh, have that kind of sweet tooth. Hmm. Uh, I want to do my I crazy do. Amazon purchase. Uh, crazy Amazon shit. Hope I'm gonna try to turn this into something. It's probably gonna fail. Probably like a cotton candy gourmet store. But uh, that should be a cotton candy flavor failure. Yeah, failure. <laughs> hey, what's your favorite uh, flavor? Uh, failure. That's our best cat. Beefers. Depression. That's what I got. Empath. <laughs> yeah, apath. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, so last time Is I talked about. Is it called hay sugar? What's that? Is it called hay sugar? Uh, yes, I believe that's correct. Hey, sugar, sugar. Uh, last time I talked about a book about talking to your cat oh, about gun safety. Oh, cute though. No, Jamie, stop it. Uh, today on Amazon, everybody, I found one of these crazy cool sequin pillows. But what I really like about it is that uh, it's got the face of Nicolas Cage on it. So you see that, Jamie? So you got Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage, and then when you rub it with your hand, the sequins, his face goes away, and then it's all like gold and shit. Isn't that yeah. awesome? Have you never seen those before? I have. They're oh. sweet. But I want to let people know you can get it for 10 bucks. Oh, this is the Amazon thing. Yeah, it's my Amazon purchase thing. It would have been so funny. What if, like, if they had a, like, okay, Nick Cage, yeah. and then as you do it, then there's some weird saying about his or something. What would it be? Uh, fuck, I don't know. He's, he's done some weird shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck oh. he's done. But you can get one. If you're not a huge Nick Cage fan, they got one with uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> That'd be fun, yeah. And then they got uh, other ones with uh, characters from The Office. So if you like those, oh my there God. you go. So like I would get my kids. Uh, the Danny DeVito one is ten ninety nine. Of course, you got to pay a little more. Well, he's Danny for, DeVito, for Danny holy DeVito. smokes, man! Yeah. I'd rather have Danny DeVito than Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Yes, if I had to vote, if you mm-hmm. if you force me to choose, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go uh, Danny DeVito mm-hmm. over Nick Cage. Every day week, you can't so. even think about that. Don't yes. even need to. Yeah. So it's a uh, Mary Color Random Gifts. Hmm. Go check it out. Nine ninety nine. Uh, last thing I want to talk about, unless you got something, Jamie. No, I'm just right, going to handy, please. Last thing I want to talk about is apps. A lot of people have apps. They got apps for fucking everything, right? Mm-hmm. Apps for everything. They have apps now for uh, financial stuff where you can um, use an app to buy stock, whatever, right? Mm. Oh, there, is this? Yeah, I think I saw There's this. one called uh, Robinhood. Yeah. Oh, you've seen, you heard about this article? Mm-hmm. Robinhood. Uh, it's a day trading kind of thing. They help you buy some stuff. And there was a 20-year-old dude who uh, was using it. And uh, apparently he's not a very good investor, Jamie, mm-hmm. uh, because he had a negative balance. Do you mm-hmm. know what his negative balance like was? Like 700000 something. Yes! A negative balance of $730,000. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. You're fucked. That's like three quarters of a million dollars. You're mm-hmm. fucked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 20-year-old, he's fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did he do, Jamie? What did he do? He killed himself. Yeah, it's the only he, thing you can do. It's com- an honor killing. Actually, what he completed suicide. He, he it was an honor killing. I mean, you have to. Stop. Like you, you fucked up no. with life. You no, because there's it. some more to this. Because, well, I have questions. Because first of all, like, yeah, how does even how does that even start? Well, okay, here. Look, I know read. they did something because of COVID. All right, University of Nebraska student Alexander Kearns stepped in front of an oncoming train. What a way to fucking go. Oh, that's how he did it? Yeah. Oh, He left a suicide note detailing God. his shame and anger at finding the negative balance. 
He wrote, uh, how is a 20-year-old with no income able to get assigned almost a right. million dollars worth of leverage? Kearns directs much of his anger at Robin Hood, including by signing off with the phrase, fuck Robin Hood. Now, here, here's what I'm going to say, everybody, that, too. Uh, fuck this kid. Mm. Fuck this kid, too. Fuck him and fuck his mom. Because, uh, you know, you're, you're he's an adult. You're mm-hmm. over the age of 18. Right. Right? You, you, fuck, you made choices. It wasn't like they said, okay, we're going to start you with negative $730,000. I feel, I, I do hear you, but I also feel that uh, he, he, they're taking advantage of people. Like people who, like I think about, he's young, he's an adult, but doesn't have much experience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that, that he's being taken advantage of. You know, so I when feel you, like when there's you, a When you stop, though, then, I don't right? think they should be offering so, that so for the, free Okay, so then uh, what about fucking casinos, then? When motherfuckers go into casinos and it's gamble, that's worse. That's worse, though. You're going in there and you're fucking gambling But you have to shit. go in there with money or whatever. Uh, or with, you know, stuff. Forbes reports that he'd been trading options, not stocks. Right. See, so the negative $730,000 balance mm-hmm. appears likely to have been temporary sum mm-hmm. until the stock's tied to his right. options settled to his account. So, so he, he didn't, even, un- didn't even have that right, much. Right, he didn't understand. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I, then he's, he's fucking held responsible for being retarded. Robin Hood didn't tell him to go step in front of that train. Well, no, but the thing is, is I don't know. I'd have to look at it. I don't know how it's all set up, but uh, whether it be, I don't know how you make sure that somebody knows what's what with all of this, you know, and I, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I just feel like it's like he, he's taking advantage of. The story of Curtin's tragic demise started to come together on Twitter. After a user named Bill Brewster kicked off a thread on June 13th about the death of a young relative bewildered by his Robin Hood trading balance, mm-hmm. Brewster, an analyst at Sulamar Capital in Chicago, has provided a screenshot of Kern's Robin Hood account online showing that Kern's was trading options, suggesting that the negative balance that sent him over the edge was temporary. Kern's acknowledged his confusion in the suicide note, writing, the, the puts I bought, I don't know what that means, I bought, sold, should have canceled out too, but I also have no clue what I was doing in hindsight. So get the fuck off if you don't I, know what the fuck you're doing. Right, right. I find it weird that, um, I mean, I again, I'm not in that, but it didn't sound that his parents even know about it until have, like I this happened. I have no idea. Didn't talk. Like, like, not, no like, one talked anything about the parents. Point, I'd be like, I think shit. I need to stop. Well, here's the thing. I need to get some help. You with can this. take your phone right now, Jamie, and you can download Robinhood. Mm. Welcome to the fucking game. Mm. Right? I mean, that, that's how you can do like all these kind right. of apps. You're in the game now. When are you responsible for your own stuff? You're mm-hmm. 18 in the eyes of the law, right? No, I get that. I, when, when is but this I kid, get that. But when yeah. does this kid take responsibility for himself? Sorry, you're dumb. What I am Please remember saying, I am an apath. <laughs> will you let me talk? No. No running over me. So I get I get that, okay? But I also think then what needs to be looked at is how the company is offering things. So to make sure that people truly understand, to make sure, like those types of things. I do feel like there's a sense of accountability also on the business itself to to... And it's not saying that isn't there. I, I don't know. You know, maybe it all was there and he willingly, you know, all that. And they did everything that they should have done. But, you know, that's the thing. Like, you got to make sure these companies 
are clear with everything and just it, you know that accountability make sure they're presenting it as it really is so the at, person knows at, what they're at getting what point as a human being do things stop where people have to hold my hand and walk me through this right I'm like not I, get, that. I get I'm a fucking 50 year old Dan and I get there's a lot of shit out there that I don't understand mm-hmm. because I don't understand a lot of legal stuff I don't understand a lot of financial stuff but no one's gonna fucking hold my hand anymore I didn't say that I'm saying it though I am saying it right. when do people stop holding your fucking hand to walk you through uh-huh. life Sometimes you're responsible for your own decisions. Mm-hmm. And I get that it was a young man, mm-hmm. and I didn't wish that he killed himself, mm-hmm. but that was the choice that he made. I get that. I'm not saying, no, what I'm saying to you is, and again, maybe Robin Hood is clear with everything. Like they present it, have all the information, and all that. I'm saying that, you know, if a company isn't doing that, then I feel like there's a, a, a accountability piece on their end. How about let's flip the script and he got. How some, can I make? But flip. how how can no? How can I uh, just know about something if it's not disclosed to me? Let's flip the script and he got seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars positive. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna go? Oh fuck! God damn! Robin Hood's the greatest of all fucking time. Probably. Or should they go, fuck know. you, we're not paying you. You didn't. You don't deserve this. You're a dumb shit 20-year-old. You don't deserve it. Well, it wouldn't come up. He would have just but gotten it. But no, hopefully it would have said, fuck you, you're 20 years old, you don't deserve it this. It wouldn't happen. But so, so why is it okay for him when it's a positive thing? Why are they to be blamed when it's a negative thing? Because something bad happened from it. So if he they're, chose to do oh, it, you're not hearing me. I am hearing you. You're not hearing me. I am. You're not blaming the company for something that he did. I'm not either. I don't know. I'm not saying this with Robinhood. I'm saying in general, if a company, like I think of credit card companies, they send all that stuff out. Send it out. Send it out. Send it out. And there's they send it out to people without checking to see. Maybe they have guardians. They shouldn't be making these decisions. But yet. They can fill those out, not legally, but they can send them in and now they have a credit card. Sure. You know, so there's a level of accountability on a company. And if if uh, if a certain safeguards aren't in place, well, then that company needs to lose out. But this is investment. He's mm-hmm. investing things. Right. I know I don't I don't know enough about it, and I'm not saying they were at fault. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it just made me think about that. You know, to ensure that safeguards as, as much as they can, you're not going to eliminate it completely because a company can have all the whatevers and all the information out there, and people just like, yep, 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 don't read it. And then you're done. That's, that's their fucking fault. Right. Then. And then it is. I get that. But I mean, like, maybe, you know, like companies to make sure that they at least have it there because then there is no excuse for that person, you know? They have to do their part. Well, that's it, everybody. That's the podcast for today. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm going to remind you three things. First off, I'm going to remind you to listen to another episode podcast. That is a podcast that comes out every Wednesday. Hosts Matt Harper and Mandy Lane, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. So that's movies that from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's a good podcast. They have guests on every Wednesday to discuss with them movies. And uh, this past Wednesday, though, it was their 100th episode. Woo, woo, woo. Wow. So congrats to them for episode 100. And what they did is they interviewed all the past guests of the interview. They deserve cotton candy. Oh, shit. Gourmet cotton yeah, candy. Right, right. Get it to them, Janie. Go to mm-hmm. Hey Sugar Sugar, or whatever the name is, and <laughs> hook them up. 
Uh, so go listen to their podcast if you could. Every Wednesday in your favorite podcast platform. I do not know what's coming out next Wednesday. When I know, I'll let you guys know. Uh, then I'm going to remind you to go to alexisarcade.org. Uh, they help kids, uh, mm-hmm. kids that don't run in front of trains. Uh, these kids oh, got cancer. Stop. They got cancer instead. And uh, so they're stuck in hospitals and life sucks. Hopefully they don't Why hop do on Robin Hood. Sometimes you just say awful Hopefully things. Hopefully these kids don't hop on Robin Hood and fuck their lives. But uh, they go in. Alex's arcade goes in and buys video games for these kids uh, to help them kind of normalize their life, give them something to do. So uh, this all happens in the uh, Metro Detroit area. So if you go over there, that'd be great. Help them out. Mm-hmm. Alex'sArcade.org or go on their fan page on Facebook. And last but not least, uh, one of my favorites, Colby's River Retreat, mm-hmm. is a cabin rental place down there in Tylertown, Mississippi. And uh, go to their Facebook page, their Instagram page, or go to their website, Colby'sRiverRetreat.com, and you'll see the cabin. It's super nice. And I know Mark, the owner, told me they're booking up. People are starting nice. to book up so shit. Good. So it's good. He said no listeners from the podcast. But, uh, you know, whatever. I'm going to do what I can. Well, right. Would you fly right now? I wouldn't fly, but I don't know. We got li- All our listeners don't live in Michigan. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. But, I mean, like, for me, I'm... I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Not right well, now. Well, he was asking. Uh, he was like, hey, you and Jamie should come down in July. And I'm like, ah, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that right now. But uh, if you guys are comfortable, go check it out, man. Colby's River Retreat. And there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, please go like the fan page. On Facebook and Twitter. Twitter is where we do all the polls. Twitter. And then uh, please consider uh, signing up for the Patreon. I give away I free shit. Say, and please consider huffing your beavers. Huff your beavers too. Well, uh, I got, I'm got. i going to get those stickers in. And uh, I'll probably give the stickers away for, for, for free Ooh. to uh, Patreon subscribers. Mm. So that's just something to think about. It's that fun. Was, had some uh, an incentive. Yeah, huff your beavers. <laughs> it's a good sticker. Uh, so please do that. It's just five bucks a month, and I've been doing it daily, every day, uh, except when we do. He the has freebies. been huffing his beavers daily. Wait, I am high as shit. So uh, there we go, everybody. That's it. We're done, I think, right? Yeah. All right, we're done. We'll see. You. I'll see you tomorrow. I don't know if Jamie will, but I'll see you tomorrow. All okay. right, have a good one.